Hi there, this is Tim Clark, and welcome to Worldwide Canadian. And I want to start by thanking the underwriter for this podcast, Anchor. Anchor is the system that allows you to create a podcast for absolutely zero dollars. They'll also help you distribute it to all the major platforms. So I want to say thank you to Anchor for allowing me to start this journey on the podcast universe. And welcome this week to the end of the world as we know it. And it's the new normal time in Canada with uh, the cases of coronavirus increasing within Canada. It's become very serious for a lot of people. In Nova Scotia specifically today, the Premier announced a state of emergency for a health issue and that gives the government uh, more power uh, to compel people to follow the rules. Now, coronavirus has been spreading in Canada. Total number in Canada as of this afternoon was 1,470. And uh, when you compare that uh, to what's happening in the United States, that's still a little bit lower than one might expect. But again, you got to remember that they have 10 times the population and they have been dealing with this slight bit longer than Canada. I do notice that a lot of people are starting to follow the directives of the provincial health um, agent, uh, Dr. Strang. Uh, He's in charge of public health and uh, has declared that if you're in your homes, that's the best place for you. Uh, If you want to go out in your yard, that's okay, but congregating together with more than five people is a no-no. And things like uh, just going out for the heck of it and hanging out at a restaurant, that's over for a while. In Canada right now, Nova Scotia has 28 cases, so we tend to be a little bit uh, more complacent. But uh, when you look at a province like Alberta, where they've had 259 cases with one death, British Columbia with 424 and 10 people have died, Manitoba even has 20 cases, New Brunswick 17, Newfoundland 9, Northwest Territories now has their first case, and that's just happened since Friday. Ontario is one of the hardest hit provinces with 425 cases reported, five deaths so far. Prince Edward Island, the smallest province in Canada, has just three. Quebec, 219 with four deaths and Saskatchewan, 52. There are none in the Yukon right now. When you confirm that to the worldwide cases, there were 81,305 in China and uh, their death toll was uh, around 3,800. In Italy, Unfortunately, they surpassed that number of deaths. They were over 4,500 yesterday, and they have 53,578 cases as of the today, Sunday. So, I mean, it's something that is being taken seriously. Now, I'm talking to a lot of people, and they're concerned because they say, well, you know, things are, are up in the air with regard to, you know, the future. Right now, it's looking like the stock futures uh, for tomorrow in the U.S. are looking like they're going to take another nosedive. Um, so that's very serious. If you look at the overall number, though, in the world, there are four, 343,000 people that have contracted this disease, with 14,721 who have died. So to figure out um, how many percentage of those people that have been known to contract it, that have died, you got to kind of keep it in perspective a little bit. Number one, we don't know who has the disease at this point because testing isn't very widespread. So 
14,700, let's say 14,700, divided by all the known cases of 343,000, means that like it's killing 4.28% of the people. But see, that's not accurate. It's probably low. But I don't want to downplay the seriousness because number one, it's twice as likely that you'll transmit this disease. The other thing is, it is way more devastating and deadly to 10 times the normal flu. So if you get it, you have a 10 times higher likelihood that it's going to result in your death. So that's why the um, governments around the world are starting to put tighter restrictions in place. It's a protective measure to slow down the spread of the virus. Another troubling thing is that you spread this virus sometimes without even knowing you have it. It can take as much as 14 days for symptoms to show because for some people they could be exposed on day one and by day five they're still not showing symptoms and they may have been in contact with several other people which means they've passed it on. Now, for some, they never develop symptoms at all. For others, for about 15% of the people that contract this, they need hospitalization. And uh, hospitalization for assistive help, like oxygen and things like that. And for about 8% of the people, they require intensive care, which might be intubation with a breathing apparatus, so the governments are doing the right thing by locking down society for the short term. Now, what is short term? We're not talking about three weeks. The health minister in Canada hinted, basically outwardly hinted, that we're talking months, not weeks. So for a lot of people, they're concerned, and that leaves them to wonder what's going to happen with things like graduation for people in grade 12. How are people who are in university going to finish up their year? Um, so that's a concern. For some people, their biggest concern is the grocery stores. When you walk into the grocery store and you see shelves that are fairly empty in certain parts of the store. Canned goods, lately I notice, are getting bought up. and Flour, for instance, for baking and sugar and you know, things like that. So there is a response people have, and part of it is that they're afraid. So they panic and they say, okay, I want to be self-sufficient for at least the short term while this is going on. But like most of the politicians are telling their people, you know, you shouldn't be panic buying. You should act more normally because the supply chain of food products in Canada is not really going to be stopped at this point. There's lots of food. Stores are just having trouble in general because so many people ran out and bought and stocked up. The demand was so high all at once that they had trouble keeping on top of it in the store. It just wasn't a normal day, a normal week, a normal month. They were selling huge numbers of products that they wouldn't normally sell. So if you're going out and you're buying up stuff that you don't really need, you're part of that issue. Now, what does this mean? In Canada, at the end of each month, we have uh, senior citizens receiving old age security and CPP payments, and they tend to go out at the end of the month and purchase what they require for the following month so that they can make it through to the end of the next month. They're going to have a hard time when they arrive at a store and they see the shelves empty and, and 
some of the products they normally would buy, which would, might be cheaper or larger quantity, would not be available. So they're being forced to spend more of their budget on items because somebody has hoarded all of everything. So the first signs of this were early on in this with the uh, toilet paper situation and hand sanitizer. People who would normally buy one package of 24 for a two-week period might have bought 10. And they, you know, they might be thinking that, well, I need to make sure that in case this goes on that I have it. But what they're doing is harmful to the rest of the people in their community. So I would suggest that if you're doing that, that you, you consider just kind of giving it a break and letting those seniors who are going to get paid next week at the end of the week have an opportunity to restock what they need. On that note, if you know somebody who requires assistance because they're isolating themselves, then I would suggest reaching out to them and letting them know that you could help them. If you're going to the grocery store anyway, maybe you can offer to go for your neighbor who can't go. You can also do things like uh, be more respectful to people online. I know that's difficult. Even myself, I find it hard when I see some comments that are ignorant of what the actual facts are. I find it hard not to comment back because I feel there's a greater good in explaining that this is serious. So, bottom line, the economy is being hit hard by this, that's for sure. We're going to see another decline in the stock market tomorrow. That's almost a guarantee. And when you look at the stock market from where it started, when the U.S. President Donald Trump took office, the stock market was above 19,600 points. The Dow Jones now sits at 19,173 points after Friday's 4.55% decline. And the Toronto Stock Exchange is not doing that good either. It's uh, following suit and lost 2.62% on Friday. So, you know, it's definitely going to have a long-term impact. We're not sure when the economy is going to pick back up again. So in the meantime, it's best if you take care of your health and your family and you help your neighbors and your community and you do what you can to not spread panic. Other than that, stay in your homes, wash your hands, keep six feet away from anybody else. If somebody's sick in your home, have them isolated in the section of your home as much as you can separate from the rest of the family. If you must go to work, go to work only and try and keep your distance from other people. If you have any symptoms of any illness, including coughing, sneezing, you do that in the crook of your arm and you don't do it into your hand. And you wash your hands. Wash, wash, wash your hands. It's funny how many memes are out there about washing hands, but it's definitely the best, best defense against getting sick. For people who work in the healthcare, they have no choice but to go to work because the people that are needing their assistance need that person to come and help them. So please make sure you treat people with respect and you understand there are some people that can help but to go to work so if you're online and you're downplaying this and saying it's just hype and that the government is trying to scare you that's just not true they're trying to protect you against your will a lot of people in Nova Scotia were out on the beaches on Saturday and Friday and there were cars lined up against the roadway and police were telling people you know that they should disperse and people were ignoring them so now, Nova Scotia has declared this emergency, and it gives the power of police to actually lay a $1,000 fine against an individual each day that they don't listen. 
and for businesses, 7,500. So there are some teeth to the requirement now for you to stay at home. So unless you're going for groceries or pharmacies for prescriptions, you should be at home. You shouldn't be out other than, you know, in your neighborhood, if you wanted to go for a walk, as long as you kept your distance and you could go for a walk and go out in your backyard and do things like that, that's safe. So if you have a comment, please feel free to leave a comment. You can do that on the Anchor site if you wish, and uh, I'll definitely listen to everybody. That's it for this week. Hopefully uh, this update has been of some use to somebody. And please come back here to Worldwide Canadian. I'm Tim Clark, and see you next Sunday.